Proud to announce our new sponsorship with anothergreatadventure.com, the official travel agency of Annie Up Consulting. Let me tell you all about anothergreatadventure.com. It's your premier site for traveling. They have cruises, luxury travel, food and wine tours, event tickets, and more. Uh, this is the place you want to go. For all my sporting event fans, you want to go to the World Cup? How about this season's Super Bowl, the Masters, the Final Four, World Series, Kentucky Derby, anything you want, anothergreatadventure.com can get you there. You all should check them out, especially now for their Black Friday sales. Call them now, 813-575-8770. Get everything you need as the travel season picks up. So it's time to pack your bags and travel with anothergreatadventure.com. Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of What's the Line Monday Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Meticulous Mark P. Uh, I lied. Um, last week, I said there would not be a Monday Morning Podcast, but um, today I am here recording uh, on a Monday. So um, let's kind of, I want to definitely start off with the NFL. A couple of notes, some of my thoughts around um, the Super Bowl and, um, you know, some more football notes. And then I'll get us some NBA and, of course, uh, best bet from yours truly. And I don't want to take too, too much of your time, so let's get right into it. All right, as we all know, Super Bowl is coming up. Eagles, Chiefs, uh, Eagles favor by one and a half. Total is 50 and a half. Um, you know, so one of the things that I noticed over the weekend, um, just doing my handicapping, is Andy Reid. Um, all of his Super Bowls, he's been in three Super Bowls now. All of them have gone under the total. Um, this total opened at 49 and a half, which is uh, an under number, according to Rome. Um, that number usually goes under. It's up to 50 and a half. Um, this could possibly be an under game. So, I mean, that's really the kind of the thing that I'm looking at. Obviously, this line got up to two. Two and a half is some spots down on one and a half for the Eagles. Recently saw a $1 million bet on the uh, Eagles money line of minus 125. So see how that works out. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I lean with Philly in this game. I think the the running game of Philly, the, um, you know, early in, this, early in the season when I played fantasy football, one of the things I noticed was Kansas City, um, you know, running backs had their success on them, whether it's catching a ball out the backfield, um, and, you know, being able to make some things happen. Like the Eagles have the Gaines, Gainwells of the world, the Miles Sanders, the uh, Boston Scots, uh, you know, and it just gets it gets to be a little overwhelming, especially late in the game. We saw them do that to the 49ers, a 49ers defense that was playing pretty close, um, a pretty good game. And this, you know, overall, those running backs and just the diversity of this offense, took them out. So I, I lean towards the Eagles and um still, you know, going to stick with them. But that total of 50 and a half, open at 49 and a half, which is usually an under number. And all three of Andy Reid's Super Bowls have gone under the total. So I did want to uh, touch on that, but still got a whole week to go. Uh, love, one thing I love about the Super Bowl is um, just so much media and hype and the narrative changes from Monday to this day to Wednesday to Thursday. So I'm definitely looking forward to media day this week. And I hope both teams can enjoy it. It's a, you know, it's a once in a lifetime experience for most people. Um, so, you know, they should have a, a, a good time at the Kelsey bowl. So that is going to be Sunday. Go Eagles. All right. 
Another thing I wanted to touch on is the Denver Broncos. They hired um, head coach Sean Payton. Well, they traded for head coach Sean Payton um, to be their head coach for the next foreseeable future. Teaming him up with Russell Wilson, um, you know, older Russell Wilson, who's an undersized quarterback, sort of like how Drew Brees was in the second half of his career. Well, I think that's fine and dandy. The most difficult part of this is you had to give up trade picks to, to get the, a coach. And, you know, if, if it's, listen, if you're, you got all these guys that are super talented and you're just one step away, maybe, but um, this is, this, this was a desperate move. So they made the desperate move. And I'm not saying Sean Payton's a good coach or bad coach. What I'm saying is, if I told you um, there's a guy out there who had pretty much the same um, win percentage, playoff percentage win, and Super Bowls as Sean Payton, his name is Mike McCarthy, would you be trading first-round picks and paying him $20 million a year? I think not. So, And that's the same thing. McCarthy, uh, they, Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton have identical, um, identical records, so... I don't know. I don't know if that was the right move overall, but they got a ton invested in, in Denver and we'll see how it turns out. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love the move. I felt that, you know, there were definitely other candidates out there, the Steve books of the world. Uh, but obviously if you wanted a little more, I, I just, I just can't give up picks on top of all the picks you gave up for Russell Wilson last year. Now Seattle has your pick. You're they're picking, you know, top, maybe what is it? Top seven this year because of Denver. Now on top of that, you're throwing away more picks or the coach, at some point, it's going to come down to talent. You're going to lose that talent. The guys get older, leaving free agency. Now you're stuck around with no picks. Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. But them checks going to clear, so shout out to those guys. All right. Keep a football before I get into the NBA. Last night, I watched the uh, Ravens documentary, Bullies of Baltimore. Um, so enjoyable. I missed the Grammys. Sorry. I guess I'll, I'll catch those performances on YouTube. But, um... Um, it was a really good documentary. Got to see the Tony Saragusa rest in peace. Such a, a gem. Such a gem. I didn't know, you know, still has it to this day, that charisma. Um, you know, this is the first team ever that was on Hard Knocks. You know, and we can see why, right? This team has such a personality. You got Shannon Sharp. You got Ray Lewis. You, you know, these are some dogs, man. These are some dogs. And, you know, just a t pitch a bunch of shutouts. 10 points per game on opponents. Um, the offense went went a entire month without scoring. I did not know that. That's one guy on his roof, you know, was up on his roof for three weeks because the team hadn't scored a, a, an offensive touchdown. And um, so that, it was a really good to see. I mean, they got the, the team together. And then um, Saragusa passes, you know, um, maybe, you know, a month later. And, um, you know, it was, it was just a really good watch. Obviously, you know, I'm from the Maryland area, not not necessarily Baltimore, but you could definitely appreciate the Ravens where I'm from. Um, play They play hard-nosed ball, and it was just a pleasure to see. And uh, Ray Lewis still gets that energy going. Um, I love the, the fact that, you know, they, they talk um, about the fact that Ray Lewis, you know, his um, murder case that he had in Atlanta, and, you know, Shannon Sharp during the Super Bowl run stood up and told everybody, listen, man, this is the best play in the world. You know, all of that stuff, you know, he didn't commit no murder. You know, he got off. You can't retry him. This is the best player in the world. And he should be respected as it. And I really just appreciated that documentary. Football, team, togetherness. 
You know, none of this stuff is easy. So, um, you know, shout out to them champions. Bullies of Baltimore. All right, let's get into some hoops. Uh, obviously, the biggest thing that happened over the weekend, Kyrie Irving was traded to the Dallas Mavericks from the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Kyrie requested the trade last week after Brooklyn um, offered him an extension. Um, those that just had stipulations, we know Kyrie's gone through a lot, but um, Brooklyn quickly traded him, you know, and it looked like, you know, that's, they were cool with it. I, I just don't, I mean, they get back Spencer Dinwiddie in the trade who played there previously. Um, I, I don't I don't love it for the, the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, you just let Jalen Brunson, a young 20, you know, 20-year-old guy walk his big first contract um, to go to New York. And I love Jalen Brunson, right? He gives, gives you the 24 and uh, the 10, 24 and 12. It's like, all right. To acquire uh, aging Kyrie Irving, who has not played very well in the playoffs the last few years. So I just don't know necessarily what Dallas is doing. Obviously, they want to pair Luka with another you know, Hall of Fame guy, maybe a championship guy. But we all know how Kyrie can get, especially after you paid him. Um, they have not extended him yet, but they're probably going to look to do it this summer. And I just don't understand the, the you let, you know, I just wouldn't have let Brunson walk rather than um, trying to trade for Kyrie now, but can't cry over spilled milk. Um, if you thought of the fact that, you know, Brunson's gone, what can you do? Listen, I, I still don't love this move because I just feel like you can do a lot of things with Luka, but right now these guys are just trying to throw darts at the wall. And uh, Dinwiddie, um, you know, gone, and, and Kyrie in. I, I don't. I just don't necessarily know how Kyrie with the ball. He's, he needs the ball, and Luka needs the ball. And when Kyrie, it's it just is Kyrie going to show up every day? Who knows? So I, I, I love the I love the um, the superstardom of the trade, right? I love the drama of the NBA. I love all of that. But this actual trade for the Mavericks is it going to win them a championship this year? I don't believe so. What about next year? I don't. I don't believe so. I don't know. You know, so Christian Woods and stuff of the world. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see that. But kudos to them. Kyrie on the move. Get paid, brother. Get paid. Um, something else that I was looking at around the NBA. LeBron is about um about due to break this all time record. Uh, next time you hear me on this podcast, um. I don't know, actually. Maybe on the Monday morning podcast, by then he would have broken it. Because um, we'll be back Thursday for the Super Bowl pod. But um, this this is an anomaly. This is LeBron. Um, hashtag witness. You know, I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, by some people, I talked about it last week, Pat Riley said Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the GOAT. You know, it's a lot of contradictions there. But a lot of players that have come, come and gone, a lot of players have scored points. Mm -hmm. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scored the most points. LeBron James, um, you know, is going to break that record very soon. It's a really big deal. This is somebody I've been watching since he got into the NBA, 2003. I remember asking about him to my uncle who told me, you know, this guy is supposed to be the next, you know, this guy, that guy. And, you know, I've just been knowing about him since he was 16 years old. And now he's like 39 and you know, it's really good to see. It's really, it's really, it's really positive. I hope to be tuned in so I can see live. I remember seeing the Kobe eighty-one point live. Um, you know, I saw. I remember seeing the Derek Fisher shot um, in point four against the the um, Spurs. You know, you see a lot of great moments, but you know, there's there's not going to be too many moments where we see one player break 
the all-time leading scorer record. You know, I had this player had more points than every single person who laced them up in the NBA. And it should go kudos to LeBron, four-time champion. Need to get another one, buddy. So I don't know. You need to figure that LA situation now because shit ain't over. Get another one. All right. I was going to talk some all-star reserves. Um, I don't really have them up right now, but I really appreciate the fact, appreciate the fact that Sabonis made it. I mean, you, you, you got to like, you know, Sabonis is, is so tough. You know, he, he's got to make it. Um, so I, I appreciate that. I didn't see my guy Sengon on there, though. I mean, he's my ball. He's a ball, man. Just, just paid for some of my vacation last week. So shout out to him. Um, all-star reserves. So, um, I definitely, I noticed that, um, <laughs> James Harden didn't make it this year. Um, who wants to go to Salt Lake city anyway? I, I could appreciate that from Harden, but, um, Eastern conference reserves, Joel and B Jalen Brown, Julius Randall, Tyrese Halliburton, Bam Adebayo, DeMar DeRozan, Andrew Holiday. I think that's a great actual list for the East reserves. However, I would have to replace, uh, probably DeMar DeRozan with Jalen Brunson. It's just, Brunson has been, you know, great for the Knicks. He's been a difference maker. He has the the numbers. And I just, and he plays for the, you know, one of the most, most popular teams in the league. So I don't see how he didn't make it. I think he's sort of a snub. But what we do know about All-Star break is that something's probably going to happen, maybe to one of these players. He might be able to sneak in. But I thought that, um, he should get in over the uh, DeMar DeRozan, possibly Drew Holiday's of the world. Um, and obviously, we didn't see any Siakam up there either. But, I mean, people are going to be upset. Um, that's just how it goes. Also, no Trey Young this year. So, that's that. Um, now, we got the reserves for the West um, <laughs> these guys are East. Shade Gilders, Alexander, obviously. Jaron Jackson Jr., Dame Dash, Dame Lillard, uh, Lloyd Martin and Ja. So it's a bonus, like I said. I think I'm a, I think I'm fine with the West uh, reserves. I don't have no problem there. Um, but the East, yeah, you, you gotta slide in um you gotta slide in Brunson. All right. Now let's get out of here, people. I have a best bet, and I wanted to record this last night. However, the number wasn't out yet, and I really don't like doing that. So let me give you guys a best bet. In the NBA, looking at this Cleveland Cavaliers Washington game, I'm gonna take uh, yep, I'm gonna take Evan Mobley over 16 and a half points. Best bet. Uh Washington gives it up to big men. Um Evan Mobley. You know, he's been shooting efficient lately, less threes, getting a little more aggressive. Jared Allen will kind of handle some of more of those, you know, tough, um, you know, rebounds, impact plays like that. But Evan Mobley's going to be able to get a shot off at a high percentage inside the lane. So we're going to take Evan Mobley in this exact number I wanted, over 16 and a half points. I can't go any higher. So 16 and a half is the number. And that's it for me. Oh, I said, uh, you know, obviously – Football's almost over, so wintertime is coming. We want to get a lot more hoops. I promise I'll have more Mike Curry. This is just sort of impromptu. However, 
Personal P. I feel like I should just give you guys a little bit of my personal life. A little like hint, something. All I do is work. I know work, 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 but um, a little part of my personal life. Hey, I just went on vacation last week. It was amazing. Miami, Florida. Really got to kick back. Enjoy the fruits of my labor. Uh, it was my girl's birthday, so we celebrated. Um, it was really nice. It was really, really nice. I don't have too much other than that, except um, I spent a lot of money, and now I'm not. I'm going to be Julius off Everybody Hates Chris for the next month, and some, I'm sure some people can appreciate that, right, especially me. But um, that's just something that happened in my personal life this week, right? I went on vacation. I enjoyed myself. I hate the airport. It's one of my least favorite places. <laughs> Um, a lot of the general public, generally I hate the public. So that's that, but I had a really nice vacation, but now I'm back, baby. I am focused meticulous. We had yesterday. I gave out a winning play Houston minus 11 and a half. Did you get that? But today, Evan Mobley over 16 and a half points. And I'll see you guys at the cash share. Be back Thursday. What's the line podcast week 22. See you.